Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Hey, Coxie. <laughs> there was that. There's a bit of dead air when I hit yeah, record. Who's like, talking? You going first? Or am I going first? <laughs> it's like we both don't want to, or we both do, and then we talk over each other. I know we've done that plenty of times. G'day, listeners. How are you today? Tradies in business podcast, and there is Waz's podcast voice. There it is. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> it's just a, it's a weird thing. It's like I step into this mode. I've been doing this for so long now that uh, I think it's just because I work so hard at not umming and ahhing. But when I listen back to some of our episodes, <laughs> I hear every single um and ah and mm and, you know, incorrect started sentence. And, you know, I say you know a lot. You do, actually. What do I say a lot? I'm not sure now. I probably don't get the opportunity to say too much. I don't really Ooh. listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. And fair. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's probably appropriate. There's an ah. So, uh, that's one of my ones. Now... I reckon we listeners, need a listeners and a are going to be now. listeners are going to be bugged to Billio listening to episodes now because they will hear every so uh, from was they will too when I when I don't know how to butt in. Do on you a know guest. why you're doing it? Is is that what it is to prevent? It's like you're soft putting your hand up. It's my turn yeah, to talk. Yeah, mm. it's. I, I notice I use it to basically transition to the next question or something with a guest because it's really hard mm. to butt in without talking over the top of them and we're using internet and there's a lag and it's not like a normal conversation where people pick up on your, your cues in that communication. No, it's not. You know, it's hard with the body language and even you and I doing the podcast, we mm. tend to do them in the same room rather than doing them remotely where you know, you're in Brisbane and I'm in Toowoomba. Because we lose that body language and, and you can't see that I'm looking out the side of my head at you and you're going, okay, it's time for me to talk. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's so very true. See how I just picked up on that because you were looking at me and I could see it and off we went. We need to make up signs. So hold it up. It's like, my turn. <laughs> Do you know by the time we got the sign up, the episode would be over or <laughs> I'd rip it or it'd be upside down. You can't understand it. Or, Absolutely. Yeah, that's too much technology for me. So, speaking of communication, here's my segue. Oh, I was going to do it on technology. So, anyway, ah. you go. Well, you had a cracking segue in our chat. I'd be with, proud of this one. With our real tradie guy today. One of the big things that, that today's guest talks about is communication. And so, Mal Barnes from Check Air Conditioning. Check mm-hmm. Air Conditioning. Yep. Yep. He, uh, he's today's real tradie guy. He's a 30-year veteran of the air conditioning industry and he also happens to be a veteran so he uh he served uh quite a period of time actually in the british army uh the british navy, navy. sorry navy, in the navy. navy he's a yep. navy boy yep. not that we hold that against him yep. so uh so there's my so are so <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry are you butting in on yourself yeah that's right shut up was <laughs> mal has some fantastic he's dropping navy knowledge bombs everywhere in this episode, and I didn't want to actually wrap it up because I'm pretty sure Mel could have gone all day, Coxie. Look, Mel and I have had many a long conversation. <laughs> I have been very um, blessed, I think that would be the right word, hashtag blessed, to know Mel in my personal life and his wife, Jill, and um, two of their daughters I've had quite a bit to do with as well. Beautiful family, lovely people, and bloody good business owners. There are some amazing 
knowledge bombs to steal your term in this episode today. So much so, I agree. We could have let him go all day because there's so much to learn from somebody who's been in business for 30 years. You learn, right, as you yeah. go. And that's one of the things he talks about is continually learning. Yep. And as you go, if you're sharing that information, you can make a really big difference. So I'm really pleased and was super excited this morning to have Mel on the podcast because I know how much knowledge he has to share. And he was uh, he was crapping himself about the technology being he nailed it. being a slightly older gentleman. Uh, it, well, given he's that he's older. he's uh, a self uh, proclaimed immigrant, yeah, so he's an ex London boy. Um, so I can refer to him as an old boy. I think is that that's fair, isn't it? <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he logged on about 15 minutes early to uh, <laughs> to the video. I chat. love it when our guests are that keen to make sure it's right because we get plenty that log on at the death and stuff it up for 15 minutes. And it just wrecks the the energy of the episode. Oh, so. we're, we're a bit flat then. So. You're going to get heaps out of today's episode. Mal also in uh, true to style with our Real Tradie Guys and Real Tradie Wives episodes. Mal does share some very personal stuff about his journey and there's some fantastic insights mm. from uh, from what has been a tough couple of years, including some fairly major surgery and uh, some pretty tough lessons about himself and about life. Uh, so stick around for that as we sort of get deeper into the episode. And if you're a fan of a dad joke... You really need to listen to the end. <laughs> Don't scrub through all the good stuff because uh, there are... Honestly, I wanted to write notes down and just send it out to my tradie wingman clients mm. and uh, we will definitely um, share some uh, premium content with our Trade Desk members. So Mal stuck around for a bit of a chat after the episode, after this episode, and shared a few more things. Uh, so if you're a Trade Desk member, you can go check that out when you log in to the dashboard next. Uh, but he actually... Hits us with a dad joke at the end. It's a ripper. I think he's the, the king of dad jokes. He really is. Mel, I'm impressed. I'm going to have to up my dad joke game. Could you not? Could we just leave mine's, it to the expert? Really lame. i got one about the chicken that crossed the road, but it's not clean. So we'll <laughs> save that for a Friday, Another day. A, 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 an Effort Friday episode, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enjoy our chat with Mel. Um, he's a tops bloke, and uh, there are so many knowledge bombs in here that I lost count. Enjoy. Hello, listeners. How are we this fine Tuesday morning? It's a bit chilly here in Toowoomba. Bit chilly, you are. Uh, it's bloody freezing. I think it's let's the first thing you said when you came through the door. <laughs> it's six degrees, feels like two. Come on, that's cold. It is. It is fairly fresh. It, we had a, a feels like minus five here about a week ago. Yeah, um, that's the day I was at home. Yeah, that was the day I actually chose to uh, leave the house at six a.m., which was a bit crazy. But anyway. <laughs> on your motorbike, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank Ridiculous. goodness for heated grips. How are you, Warwick? I'm very well, thanks, Coxie. That's good. Apart from you know being a bit fresh. Well, it's quite nice in the studio. Yeah. Yeah, I've got the heater running. I've had it on since 3am for you. Oh, thank you. It's very thoughtful. <laughs> I appreciate it. Anyway, we're not here to talk about how cold no, it is. No, I was going to say, we're not here to talk crap. And um, we're probably not really qualified to talk about how cold it is like our guest is. Oh, that's a segue. How was that up. for a segue? Boom, bam. <laughs> yeah, today's guest is, you guessed it, into air conditioning. So... I'm I'm wondering how much air. Well, thank goodness for reverse cycle, I reckon, because oh, otherwise yes. air conditioning blokes would be out of business in so winter. So true. So true. Uh, so, uh, g'day, Mal. Welcome to the show, mate. Yeah, uh, thank you, guys. How's that for an intro, mate? That was cracking. <laughs> that wasn't was it? very good. <laughs> <laughs> that one in there, didn't you? <laughs> so, uh, Mal Barnes from Czech Air Conditioning. Um, I don't know if you know this, mate, but you're up for a, a real tradie guys episode. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Are you a real tradie guy, Mel? Oh, I don't know. Am I? 
Yes, <laughs> you're very qualified. I'm very qualified, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Mal's, uh, Mal's one of our, our Trade Desk members. Did I get that right? Is he mm-hmm. a Trade Desk or yes, just a lurker? Is. You're actually a real Trade Desk member, mate. Yes, That's impressive. Mm. We've been speaking to a few of our Trade Desk members on the podcast lately. Uh, and some some unbelievable stories. Yes, like just just off the chain stuff. So, um, Mel, uh, can you do a better job of your intro than we did, mate? <laughs> Who are you, mate? Tell our listeners a bit about yourself. Okay, um, obviously, Mel, um, married, three uh, three beautiful daughters. Um, got a son from a previous marriage. Um, yeah, look, check air conditioning is. Uh, is my business and my wife. I'm, my wife works in the business with me. She's the brains. I'm the brawn. Actually, no, I just do what I'm told. <laughs> yes. That's the truth. That's the truth there. Yeah, and we're based in uh, Ipswich, Queensland. Um, been going since uh, 99. 1999. Wow, I had no Far idea out. it was that long, Mel. Yeah, yeah. 99 was a partnership setup. Mm-hmm. 2003, we went to company. Mm-hmm. So 20 years this year, mate. 20 years, yeah, have, exactly, yeah, anniversary year. Have you had the big uh, cake and everything, mate? No, no, funny enough, um, I've only just realised that because I knew I was doing this. <laughs> well, well, there you go. There's there's a, a goal like. or an action for you in the trade decks, mate. Next time we do a and a we'll be checking yeah. in with you to see what your plans are for the big 20-year celebration, mate. Yeah, we've got a staff barbecue on Sunday, actually, as it happens, so <laughs> we'll have a pre-party. There, there you are. go. Put on some extra snags, mate, that'll do. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's been great. Especially, it's been, you know, like I've been in business for that period of time. Obviously, I've seen it all. I think mm. I probably haven't actually. Yeah, can we not you know, tempt fate? Something else around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> There's always something. That's the truth of it. So, yes. Mel, uh, I'm detecting a hint of a. Uh, is it a New Zealand accent you've got there, mate? Oh, that's geez, offensive. Mate. No, 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 I'm a Londoner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, born in London. Yep. Um, I didn't come out of here till 80, 88 was the first time, actually, doing the centenary. World um, Expo. Yeah, right. Yeah, eh? World Expo and all that stuff, yeah. And um, originally, my wife's originally from the Gong, Wollongong. <laughs> okay. So, oh. uh, yeah, spent seven years down there in, uh, actually, Dacto, Dacto Dogs, everyone knows that. So. Oh, yeah, that's right, bloody eh? cold. Jeez. We can't win to yes. get cold here. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, New South Wales does get a little bit fresh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I shouldn't complain. I'm originally from Canberra, so I should know all about it. And Coxie's from Wagga. Holy dooly. Yeah. Are we allowed to say yeah, Wagga or Wagga Wagga? We call it Wagga. Yeah. Wagga. Don't call Wagga Wagga Wagga. What's I... that What's that uh, <laughs> song? Don't call Wagga Wagga Wagga. Don't call <laughs> Grong Grong Grong. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to find that and I'll I'll stick a bit of that uh, song on the back of this episode. Can, when we sorry, I'm just going to say sorry to everybody now. Yeah. Skip the end. Yeah. <laughs> You'll run out of breath apologising for me. Anyway, Mel, <laughs> how on earth did you come to be an aircon dude? What do we call you? A friggy oh. or you're not really a friggy? Yeah, friggy, yeah. 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 So um, that goes back quite a long way, actually. Can you remember um, back that far, mate? Oh, just I have to go to refer to my notes these days, boys. I tell you, you'll need more than a cup of tea to remember that far back, mate. <laughs> uh, yes, so really, um, I suppose the interest got sparked. I was, I'm a my first ever job was um, Royal Navy, so I'm an ex sailor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my, if you like, my uh, my job in the Navy was a uh, marine engineering mechanic, so I'm actually dual trade, I'm actually marine engineer mechanic. Wow. Plus, plus um, 
us with refrigeration air conditioning. So when I left the Navy, um, funny enough, as you do, uh, an old shipmate of mine rang me up and just out the blue and said, you've got a job. I said, no, I haven't. I <laughs> come and have a go at this stuff, which, which was um, a little side stream of air conditioning. It's actually commissioning, so air and water bouncing, setting stuff to work. So I, I did that for six years in London, um, uh, as well as a bit of standard air con work. Mm. And then followed my darling wife, Jewel, back here to Australia, um, and that's another interesting story. When I got back to Australia, this RPL stuff that you hear about these days, this recognition mm. of prior learning, I, I don't think they've got their heads around that. Mm. So they made me jump through a lot of hoops. It, it got so difficult, I actually went back and did my trade again. Wow. Um, I was trying to follow. Yeah, I went to night school. Yeah, right. So it was uh, very difficult. Um, I had three kids. I was living in... Wollongong, working in Sydney. I was up at 4 a.m. on the train, doing a day's work, back at 5, night school to 9, and repeat. Oh, you <laughs> must have been so, exhausted. How long did you yeah, do that for, mate? when you're younger, you can... Um, yeah. How long did you do that for, mate? Uh, that was two years. Back in the day, I was the last, last ever journeyman. So what that meant was that you had to have a previous trade or whatever. Um, so in my class was a mixture of Guys that did appliance-like work, guys, the couple of electricians back in the day, uh, plumbers, um, people like me that had trades from even New Zealand, who, who were actually going, you know what, bugger it, I'll just do it again and get me Australian qualifications. Mm. It's mm. it's actually easier and cleaner. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's where it started, and um, yeah, just went from there. Here I am today. <laughs> I'm fascinated to know the differences between your trade in London and here. Mm. Having been to London myself, I know how cold it yeah. is and it's always wet mm. and their systems are very mm. different, I feel, than what they are here. Yeah. Is that true? Is there a real difference between uh, well, the two? Well, absolutely. Um, when I left the UK, you, you would not see – well, you wouldn't see domestic air conditioning, residential air conditioning. You would see uh, office blocks, multi-storey, central plant. Um, but now if you go to London, you see exactly what we've got yeah. because the changes in technology so they can work at quite low temperatures. Mm, mm. Uh, this mentioned the word climate change. Their summers are actually turning into a summer. Mm. Um, occasionally. They get two <laughs> days anyway. <laughs> uh, so you do see a lot more of it. Um, and I also think the Europeans um, – we actually take Australia actually follows Europe when it comes to um, a lot of the stuff that's happening on energy efficiency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff like that. It's, it's quite fascinating, actually. It's a, you'd think Australia and the climate that we got, we'd be the world leaders, but we're not technically. I'm not well, surprised. I've got to be honest. We're not that bright as no, a, a, a uh, economic power no. or, or mm. lack of power. Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I won't. Uh, I, won't I, I won't lament our uh, lack of tertiary industry and manufacturing and everything <laughs> here. But anyway, uh, so aircon mates, uh, you know, come to a new country. You've had to bust your backside and and requalify, basically start again. At what age did did you do that? The whole night school thing, mate. Uh, I, I come to. I would have been twenty seven. Yeah, would wow. have been twenty seven. Yeah, twenty seven, but. 
I think, you know, like uh, I'm 57 now, so I'm at the complete other end of the scale. But yeah. um, yep. if, if you look back in the day when I come here, um, I considered it an honour. Mm. I, I uh, a start some new country had taken me. <laughs> and uh, I still consider it an honour. Um, but I still consider myself an immigrant too. So, um, mm. you know, I'm welcomed here and I, and I can handle the pommy bastard stuff and all that. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not warm and fuzzy for that. If you want to call me a pommy, I won't get upset, you know. So I just fitted in. I went in Rome. Yeah. There was a Romans. It was, it was not that hard, was it? I was young. I, was, I had some energy. Um, Full of the fire. I think the partner thing that we're talking about quite a lot on these podcasts, I think, I think if you ask me wife about it, stuck at home with a free kid. Yeah, you were having a great old time, mate, sitting on oh, the train yeah, and reading time, the paper. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Sleeping on the train, you know. <laughs> I remember doing that once uh, when I when I went to university and uh, I had like a two-hour commute on the train to go to university and I fell asleep and missed my bloody stop. And oh, uh, yes. I woke up about half an hour up the line and had to use a – this was back before mobile phones. I had to use a public pay phone to call my dad at about 11.30 at night. Oh, it's like, uh, hey, Dad, <laughs> you reckon you could do the hour drive and come and get me from the wrong station? Because <laughs> it was the last train out on the line. But anyway, mate, um, I'm, I'm curious to know, 30 years uh, essentially in the trade and uh, you know, 20 years in Czech air conditioning – how the bloody hell do you stick out it that long, mate? I mean, I, I have lots of conversations with um, with tradies and, and, you know, probably, and this isn't a younger generation bashing statement. It's just, you know, I talk to a lot of, I guess, younger guys in particular in the trades and, you know, they're five years in or seven years in or three years in and finding it really tough, like finding it tough to keep that focus and drive and, and uh, you know, just keep going with the business. And they're looking at, oh, is this the right thing? Should I be doing something different? How on earth do you stick at something for as long as you have, Mel? No, that's, that's a very good question, Was and, and I'm going to tell you it's not easy. Um, I've actually, uh, and to be honest, I've just had two years of complete hell when it comes to trying to focus mm. and, and <clears throat> get the drive you know, the mojo kind of fell off for a while. Yep. Um, the one thing I'm going to kind of, and again, we keep hearing it, is um, I'm very lucky I work with my wife. Um, so we are a partnership at home, uh, but we'll show a partnership in the business. And it always seems to be that when one of us is down, the other one's up, and that other one can push you. Um, funny enough, I just speaking to Jill yesterday, and I said to her, you know, thank you for for you. You sit, she's energised and it's energising me. I'm I'm getting that vibe. I'm mm. getting that. Mm. I'm getting that energy. I'm, I'm it's coming off her and it's reinvigorating myself to focus. One of the things I do a lot though is I'm I'm a you you've got to be a forever student. That that's the first thing, right? A forever student. You you should be learning something practically every day. Uh, and I do an awful lot of reading. I'm not a great fan of the idiot box. Uh, I don't watch a lot of telly. Might watch a lot of movie, but I do read and I read everything from autobiographies to self-help books to business books. But what I've learned to do is not to go. This guy said do that, so that's what I must do. Mm -hmm. I go. I'm going to take that little bit from that guy because I like that. Yeah. Just at the moment, 
as it happens. I'm, I'm, you've probably heard about this, this 1% thing. I don't know if it's got a name. I'm calling it 1% thing. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just starting that. Yeah, I'm nice. just literally starting that. So trying to prove one thing, 1%. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> for instance, with my guys, we have set time frames to carry out set jobs. And I want to improve that by 1%. Mm-hmm. It will come down to a fresh show where you can't do any more. Yeah, obviously, yeah. can't do it in no time. Yeah, and yeah. So, so yeah, it's been. It is strange. You've got to stick in there. Um, like everybody, I've had mental health issues. I think um, every every one of you so far podcasters touched mm-hmm. on that. Um, my godsend has been um, actually gym, working out, physical exercise. Mm. Never got into that for me. Physical, I don't need abs, or muscles at my age, but I do need I do need my brain to function and and mm-hmm. me and me temperament to be there and yeah, and the energy level, the energy yeah. level, it's a high energy level. So yep, um, and these young guys, they're, they're, stuff like this, stuff that you and Nicole are doing, this is what you've got to get involved in because you're gonna it's, it's the captain's log thing, and I use that term <laughs> captain's log because they always say it's a lonely job. Yes. Yeah. And it's the same when you're working for yourself. It's just you. you, you you're wearing many hats. You're swapping and changing hats, and, and you need to surround yourself with good people, positive people. Take the negativity out of your life. Mm-hmm. If you've got someone negative in your life, get rid of them. You really need that Whoa. time and that energy. They've got to get the energy levels up. I agree. So hang in. So, Mel, you, you talk about an interesting concept of uh, taking the negative people out of your life. We don't mean hiring a hitman necessarily, um, <clears throat> although I'm sure some of us have daydreamed about that occasionally. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, what about the people that, that say, yeah, well, that's all well and good, Mel, but you know, what if it's my partner or my key employee or you know, I don't know, my dad that I work with or whatever it is? You know, when those people that are potentially bringing negative energy or negativity to our lives are quite close to us. How do you how do you actually deal with that, mate? You've got to have the you've got to have the hard conversations. You, you, you've got to have the hard conversations. The hard conversations are going to be: Is this what you want to do? Is is this? Have you got the same passion that I have? Mm. What's your plan? Where do you see yourself in the year, two years? What what are we doing? And then job descriptions, mm. very important. You must know your roles and who's answering to who. It's a massive thing. But, yeah, to answer it simply, I would say have the hard conversation, find out that person. And it can, as you rightly say, it's tough when it's your partner. I mean, I've, I've been that negative person for a couple of years and Jill's had to hold it all together and give me a kick up the arse and... <laughs> And you know, like, and then, but see, I, 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 even though I was a bit down in the dumps, I, I um, you guys started this, and this took me interest, and, and I could see the value mm. of having a network of people doing the same things. And and what I also like is when you see the little conversations on the on the trade desks and the traders in business. There's no such thing as a stupid question. No. The stupid question is the one not asked. Absolutely. And, and, and you need to – I hate it when people don't put their hand up. Mm. <laughs> so do one we, of my mates. Things, Yeah. 
one of my favourite things is when people talk in abbreviations and you all sit there nodding, but you've got no idea what that's about. <laughs> Put your bloody hand up and ask. That's, that's, Absolutely. Absolutely. You, know, you need to understand. But yes, was you, you do need to tough conversation, mate. You, 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 mm. You've got to. It's your livelihood. It's, mm. it's, you, you're probably very passionate about it. And yes, if it is your top employee, maybe there's something wrong at home. Mm. Maybe it's not what you think it is. Maybe the dog died. Maybe, you know, mum's sick or something like that. And mm. You need to find that stuff out. Mm. Or, or And if it is your wife or, or, as you say, your father, a close, you know, yeah. relation, yep. perhaps you pissed them off somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Uh, Certainly happens in our story. Well, it's a good point too because quite often it's it's – me that is creating a situation with mm-hmm. the other person and and it's easy for me to blame the other person and uh say oh well he's pissing me off or she's doing yeah. this that's that's causing an issue and uh and quite often we convince ourselves of our own uh, righteousness uh, so <laughs> totally agree. Yeah. so totally agree, yes. i guess uh and Coxie, thank you for letting me uh, railroad the conversation <laughs> with Mel, um, which I do so well. You do. Speaking of looking in the mirror, um, but mate, uh, c- can you go sort of into a little more depth on? You said you've had a tough couple of years, and you've you've mm. mentioned it a couple times in the conversation. Mm. Um, can you unpack that a little bit for our listeners, mate? Like, like, tell yeah. us a bit more about perhaps what led up to that, and and what's the last couple of years looked like for you and and for Jill? Okay. Uh, um well, the last couple of years, uh, I should, it's been a lot longer than that, to be honest. Um, so, I'm 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 like a lot of people, you know. Um, you get to that forty plus type of age, and it does happen earlier. And and I hit that uh, that depression and that anxiety that you get. Um, I called it stress because mm. that's what I didn't know what it was. Um, and I would do things, terrible things. So I would do my day at work come through the front door, walk past the family, get out the back deck, crack a beer. Every beer equal two cigarettes. Mm. But I wouldn't have one or two. I'd have ten. Mm. It should be every single night. And then, like, my wife and my kids are going, what the hell are you doing? Mm. So I'm just a bit stressed, need to unwind. And there was a, probably did that for a good two years before I, I actually sunk in what people were saying to me, that there's something underlying here that you need to go and talk about. And, and I did. I, I Booked into the GP, did that um, K10 test when I find out you're nuts, you know. Yep. Got me nuts certificate and went and saw uh, <laughs> a uh, psychologist. Um, and it turns out I had PTSD. I mixed Royal Navy. Um, and I had an incident oh, 30 odd years ago, mm. um, which I, as most blokes do, I put my foot on it and buried it. Um, but it was coming back. I was actually I was having a few flashbacks and shit like that, um, which was not very pleasant. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was talking about it and getting on with it. And the last couple of years, um, it, what happened was because I've been doing me psychologists and me and me mindfulness and, and me physical training, I was feeling brilliant. So what did I do? Stop going to the psychologist. Stupid mm. move. Mm. Uh, you've got to have a maintenance period. If you, if you have got depression or anxiety, um, I used to believe it was curable. I'm going to tell you that now. I used to believe it was curable. 
I now believe it's manageable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, great distinction. Uh, yeah, uh, and so I manage it. So I have a maintenance thing. So I will see my psychologist every four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. And I might be on top of the world. Yeah, yeah. But it's to stop me falling off the top again, which I have done. Yeah. So I used to go, feel great, uh, six months off, go. Yeah. <laughs> go down the dive and up and down and round and, yeah. Yeah, I had a bad relationship with alcohol as well. Self-medicate. Yep. Uh, not not a, not a, as a not as an alcoholic, I don't believe, but as a binge drinker. Mm. I, I I could not have one drink. If I had one, I'd have two, and two meant four, and four meant oh, it's ridiculous. Mm. It got ridiculous. So I cured, uh, not cured, but I stem most of that by just not having it mm. in the house. Uh, and and increasing my physical activity, you know. Um, business side of the last two years has been a struggle. There's been um, a lot of competition in my marketplace. I'm I'm what we call the silent trade. Not a lot of people know about us. Mm. They either think we're electricians or plumbers, to be quite honest. <laughs> um, and that's that's the trades fault. That's the trades fault. Yeah. We, we, we used to be a very tight-knit trade probably 15 years ago where you drive and wave to the other tradie in the other car. Yeah. Somewhere along the line, the, the wheels fell off and, and lack of communication. Mm. To, uh, and we're facing lots of challenges with new legislation, new competition, changes in technology, changes in technology. Uh, and my age, you change technology, oh, my Hey, I'm surprised I turned this computer on this morning. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, and and and, and realizing you have to accept change. Yes, it's a big you, one. It's a very big one. And, mm. and have you? I suppose I don't know you, you guys. I'm expecting you have, but have you ever read that book? Who moved my cheese? Many times. It's mate. Many times. Uh, it's a fantastic little book. That very short little book to read. We recommend that if you're having trouble with change. Mm. Yeah. The other thing I did was I'm very, very lucky. My wife and Jill, uh, myself and Jill, my wife, are very lucky in, in the organisation. Our team are a long-term team. So average average employment here is about 10 years. Eight to 10 years we've got the team together. I don't so think that's, that's luck, Mel. No, and, and I, uh, I want to come back to that long-term employee thing. So, mm-hmm. mate, thanks. Thanks for sharing the the uh, some more of the detail about your last couple of years, mate. Those tough years. Um, mm. Sitting where you are now, like, how do you feel about that period in your life and business? Okay, so now, so now, what I'm focusing on, I'm, I'm up. I think, I think a lot of guys that are in the TIB are probably a lot younger than me, mm. starting out and and on that journey. Um, to to supporting their family, maybe scaling their business. That might be something they want to do. Me, I'm the other end. I, I've got to do that all again because I'm on the exit plan. Mm. Yep. And, and my exit plan is a 10-year plan. It's, uh, it's, um, I'm actually not very keen on retirement myself. Um, the, the guys I know who retire tend to die. Mm. <laughs> uh, I've got too much to do. I ain't got time for death no. at the moment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's true. So my plan is we, we are going to restructure and we may even open a second business. Wow. Um, yeah, we're considering it anyway. Um, 
So a bit of restructuring coming ahead, uh, a lot of planning, lots and lots and lots of planning. Um, hopefully, hopefully we can move in forward slowly. I'm not. I don't. I don't want massive leaps and bounds. And I, and I've got to say, guys, it's it's different being 57 to 27. I, I'm not a high risk taker at this time. You've got mm. to take risks. Don't mm. get me wrong. Mm. I'm not a. I, I pick and choose my battles mm. now, and I pick and choose my jobs a little bit. Uh, as you all know, currently, I think we can all see the construction type industry is a bit flat. Mm. We yep. can. We can see. I can. I do a lot of tenders. I can tell that the bottom line's everything at the moment. Mm. It doesn't matter how good you are; it's just your price. I don't like that game very much. Uh, I've got a line in the sand where I know I can do a job. I don't go below. Mm. Uh, I can go broke sitting on the beach. Mm. That's simple. <laughs> it's the truth. It's that simple. So, so really, that's the future for Check Air. Is I want to grow a little bit of growth. Uh, a little bit of um, restructuring, possibly opening another side to the business, but that's very young. We've only just discussed that this last coming days. Um, and looking forward to, in 10 years' time, probably a bit of a part-time retirement, let's call it that. Quite happy to put the business under management. Don't have to sell it. Mm. Um, I'm hoping one of the young guys here, or, or even... The young lady in the office, my office manager, will be interested in that. Maybe in the future. Um, yeah, we just uh, and educating myself. I just got to stay educated. Uh, again, it's, it's bloody hard. <laughs> There's nothing easy about it, one. You know, you, you, let's not pretend. No. Yeah. It's hard work. It's hard work. It's hard, work, and it can be lonely work. So you need to be. Involved in your in your networking groups and this type of stuff, you need to share your experiences with other like-minded people. Mm. I think that's a fantastic point, and it's a big part of why we do the podcast. And we've started to change what we're talking about in the podcast. Is we are finding so many people are lonely because we don't share our journey. And as you say, just about every guest that we have on now shares that they've had some challenges with their mental health, challenges within their business or challenges with their partner in their business. And the truth of it is we all have those issues. We just do a really good job of hiding from them rather than being loud and proud. And this is actually what my life looks like, but I'm finding the way through. So people like yourself having the confidence to come on and share your story, it's really inspirational for those other people that are listening that aren't quite ready to take that step and say, you know what, I'm really struggling, I need some help. But mm. they're there, they're in the group, I see them all the time. They're the ones tagging their partners in the feed when we have a hard discussion on mm. insurance or staff members or <laughs> whatever like, it might you need be. Bloody look at this. Exactly. So they're there. I, I tell you guys, I tell you a little thing. Um, my daughter, my oldest daughter, Chelsea, the, the Coleman's, um, she's got a tattoo, a tattoo on her shoulder and um, I've had lots of little sayings in my life that I've tried to live by, but this this one really struck me, and it's kind of um, it's got a point at the moment. And that, and, that, and this little tattoo just says, "As you rise, lift." Yes. Now we can do that in this group. Yes. Because yeah. I, I've been through this, and I'm confident, and I'm happy with my own skin. I know I'm a bit nuts. <laughs> I ain't got a problem with it. <laughs> well, I haven't. I haven't. You know, like I'm very comfortable in – I'm taking ownership of it. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm responsible for it. 
Um, but if there's someone out there that is struggling and they, and they ain't got the, well, they just can't step out, you know. Like mm. there's a lot of bees. One, you know, like he's inspirational. That story I mm. the other day. Uh, you know, I'm sure him, myself, and the others you've spoken to, yeah, just send us a message, mate. Mm. You're struggling. Mm. Don't mean I've got all the answers. I'm not an expert, but but I'm gonna. No. I'll be there. Yep. No matter who you are. So, so Mel, um, we we will come back to the team thing because I'm I'm curious to know what your experience has been with those long term employees, just from a business point of view. But before we do, um, thirty years in the game, twenty years in this business, uh, I get asked a lot, and I'm sure Coxie gets the same questions. Is so, guys, when does this get a bit easier or when will we get through this, <laughs> you know? Mal's just, just l- l- almost falling off his chair laughing here. Uh, so uh, uh, what's, what's your take on that, that question. <laughs> when is enough enough? Well, that's a great question. Yeah. When is enough enough? You you're unlikely to be a multimillionaire as a trading mm. if that's what you want to do. You've got to decide what is enough for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, enough for me is I've got an average home. Um, kids are happy. I supported them through uni. The ones that went to uni, they didn't all go to uni. Um, my kids went to state school up to their, what's that thing called, primary? I call it primary, but I think it's the early years anyway. Primary school, they went yeah. To, yeah. Yeah, thank you. They went to... Um, they did go to private school later on, mm-hmm. but you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's my investment is my family. That's 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 my that's me winning. Mm. I, I don't need a flash car. Um, I'm not I'm not very enthusiastic that way. I just need something that works for me. I have got the caravan and I have got the boat, both of which don't get used. I was going to ask so, you, mate. Yeah. How many times have you yeah. taken the boat out in the last twelve months, <laughs> no. mate? No. No, so look, you're gonna. It's peaks and troughs, guys. There's gonna be periods, periods where life is just great. Mm. Don't get complacent. Mm. That's and I've done it. Mm. Don't get complacent. Keep up your marketing in your busiest times. Keep up your marketing. Oh, Mal, yeah. I want to give you a cuddle, mate. <laughs> uh, well, it's because I haven't was on yeah. my mistake. In your busiest times, you're better off someone saying to you, well, that's too far away. Yes. And you can argue, yes, but I'm really good at what I do. Yes. That's why people wait. Yep. Yep. Right. Keep up your marketing. Look after yourself first. Look after your staff. Then look after your customers. Mm. Actually, your staff will look after your customers for you if you're looking after them. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very mm-hmm. true. And look after your partner. You, you, it's no good. You, you, the weight of business, the, the stresses of business will always be there. Mm. It's never going to be perfect. If you can, once a year, find somewhere where that phone can go off, oh, even if it's for a long weekend, mm. so you can reset. Um, we, we, Funny enough, I've just started the debriefing thing. After 20 years in business, I now debrief with the wife of an afternoon. Never done it before. Working brilliantly. It does make so a big difference, like, doesn't it? Any business before we get into married life. Yes. Yep. Yep. So we get rid of that rubbish, and it is after time. Yeah. 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 
Uh, and then we get on with our lives after that. Yep. Yeah. So I hope that's helpful. I don't know. It's, it's like it's like Mal's manifesto. I like it. It mate. is. Yeah. But I've just plucked that from from yourselves, from my own experiences, from other people. You know, it's what fits you. Yes. It, it's not. It's not a cookie cutter type of situation. Mm. We're all different. Mm. Some of us are extremely driven. Others aren't. Mm. You, you might be great. Yeah, I think you said the other day was you had to go out to a networking yep. thing or something. You say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's my thing. I, I, I do all of that with the Chamber of Commerce and all that. And I'm, I'm the same as you, mate. I cannot blow hot air up people's asses. I can't. <laughs> I can't. And I refuse. I refuse the old the old suit and tie. I turn up in my furos. And if you want to be a snob, it's your loss. Mm. I'm always going to be me. And I'll treat everyone the same. So, yeah, don't lose yourself. That would be an important thing. Mm. Don't lose yourself. Don't try and – because you'll be living a lie. And people, I believe, and that's how I want to run my business, and as you see by my captain's logs, they're not that, – that's a single shot. I never retake them. That is the first shot I take because it's authentic. Mm. To tell our listeners a bit about the captain's log, mate, because for people who haven't seen the captain's log, you got to go and they check have them no out. idea what you're on about. But uh, if you've not, um, go go follow Mal at yeah. Check Air, which is C H E K, and we'll we'll put the deets in the show notes. Um, but mate, tell us a bit about the captain's log. How did that come about? And uh, and describe it for our well, listeners. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame us for everything, Mal. Challenge was yeah, set, well, and you stepped like, you up know, to the plate. Know, credit where credit's due, guys. Yeah, yeah, um, yep. Yeah. No, no. You you were talking about your the video stuff mm-hmm. being a huge marketing tool, um, but I wanted to do something a little bit different. I, I didn't want to actually sell anything to anybody. I'm a great believer in building relationships, mm-hmm. and I thought this was one way of building relationships, building up a few people to follow it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I just added in the stupid dad joke, and they're really really bad joke. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, I, I really love that. them. I get people sending them to me now, <laughs> which is fantastic. Before, you, I was just Googling, but they send me jokes, bad jokes. Can you share some with joke. me, mate? Because I need to expand my repertoire. I'm running out. <laughs> They're fantastic. Sure. We sit around on a Friday when you've done them and show the kids because the two older boys really enjoy their dad jokes and they're constantly trying to out-dad joke the builder. So oh, they take yours me. and throw them at him. Oh, excellent. Good fun. Oh, yeah. Good fun. I want a commission. <laughs> I think we can arrange something yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good, yeah. So, so has that had any impact on your business, mate? I know it was, it was probably done, you know, in response to a challenge oh. and it's a bit of fun, but uh, has there been any, any noticeable impact on the business, either internally or externally? It's funny enough, when I don't do it, people miss it. Mm. So I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes, there has been – people will say, oh, you didn't do Captain's Log. And and there, there's another clue. You, you've got to be consistent. I didn't. Mm. Obviously, I missed it because I had a surgery, some surgery done. But, um, yeah, so it, it has had an impact. Was it, It's not a dollar and cents impact. It's more of a put myself out there. We're still here. This is what I, what, what we do. If you need us, mm. Um, mm. if you need our particular service, I think we can all do that. Um, and it's not very refined. 
They're perfect. They're I, just I don't want it to be. That's no. that's who I am. I, I, the funny thing, Jill doesn't like it very much. Doesn't she? No, no, she's more the case of you're being bloody stupid now. <laughs> Jill would never say that. She certainly does. <laughs> it's your reality I told champion. you she's the clever one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's very clever. I want to touch base on something I know about you quite well, Mel. I was privileged to meet you at boot camp of all places at exercise. And then the builder met you through a networking group. And I know it's something that you do do a lot. And I know that it's something tradies really suck at ordinarily. So I wanted to talk about what sort of impact that networking that you do has on your business and how it's set you apart perhaps from some of your competition as being that first person people call. Okay. Um, I think... It's still, it's going to go to this relationship building uh, because, and I'm not trying to sell to anybody when you're in a networking. I'm not the bloke running around shoving the business card in your face and telling you how good I am. Right? I'm not interested in that. I'm more interested in, did you see the footy last night? Mm. Or, you know, some common ground thing you can normally pick up. And what has come from that is is probably some strategic um, partnerships. Mm-hmm. Uh, with other tradies, um, particularly, um, such as, you know, electricians that work for me uh, or work with us, I should say, plumbers, Pe- people people that um, help and enhance my business by as simple as someone ringing up and saying, I don't know if you do this, but my hot water's broken. And I can go, no, we don't do that. But, hey, guess what? And I can help them. Mm. And most people don't forget you them being helped by somebody. That's so right. networking for me is been totally about relationship building. It's it's not a hard sell. And I noticed a lot of people asking about the networking stuff. Mm. It, it's going to be – you can't stand at the back of the room and, and be the little wallflower. That's not going to work. But I don't think you should be boorish either. You, you shouldn't be full on. I, I think it's very it's, – my opinion would be to walk in, have your business cards. If you want to give people business cards, ask for theirs. Yes. It's a simple strategy. It does work. Oh, and here's mine, you know, if you want to do that. Mm. Um, but you can just walk up and say, hi, it's my first time. I'm whatever. How long have you been coming? Simple introduction. Mm. It takes a bit. It's not an easy thing. It's not an easy thing for some people. You, you've got to have a, a little bit of confidence about you. Um, and if you haven't got that little bit of confidence – Join things like Toastmasters. Mm. I'm not a member of that, but I've heard fantastic stories about that, helping people mm. get out there yeah. yep. and, and self-confidence. So, yes, it, they, networking does help. Mm. Um, it can be a bit of a strain because you normally find <laughs> the events are after you've done a full day's work. Very true. You're a little bit exhausted. Yes. Um, currently, mine are pretty restricted to Chamber of Commerce mm-hmm. at the moment and a, another group, um, which is a, just a little offshoot. Mm. Um, I do also do the state government development or state development. Are you aware of that? No. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that, Mel. No, no, no. Um, there's a – geez, how did I get on that? I think it's called ICN, Industry Capability Network, Yep. Uh, via the state government. Uh, in Ipswich, in a few weeks, um, they got a training seminar on perfect pitching, how to make a three-minute pitch. Clever. They have a little thing. Now, I'm going to go along to that. 
Um, I may never use it, mm. but it's educational. That's right. And it may help me get, a, get across the line in the future. I mm. don't know, but I'm not knocking it aback just because I don't like the title. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, Look, the ice Got to yeah. embrace those opportunities where they come up, I think. And yeah. I think, again, that's another thing that trade business owners are not so great at because they're so busy. They're busy being busy in their business rather than busy learning about how to do better business. And, uh, you know, it's well, something I certainly did as was, well. I think you two say it all the time, you know, you must take time out working in your business to work on your business. Yes. And, and traders must get sick of hearing that. But if you're not doing it, mm. you're going to go broke. Mm. Yeah. Very quickly. You, you will go broke if you do not. It's okay being a great carpenter, a great plumber, okay, and – at the end of the day, when we're business owners, all we are is tradies that had a brain fart. Mm. That's what we are. <laughs> most of us haven't got a clue about so businesses. We do a, you know, if we've got to get up here in Queensland, if we do that QBCC management course thing, well, honestly, what's that worth? Yeah. Nothing. Yes, hello. Like, hello. You've got to get on with it. You know, like, <laughs> so, yeah, you need to set some time. It doesn't have to be a lot. Half hour a week. Mm. An hour a week if you can spare it. Mm. Do your little business plans. They're not. It's not set in blood. No. You can, it's liquid. It's flows. Mm. You know? mm. And uh, take the time to work on yourself too. There's another big one that I think that we miss mm. is working on yourself, putting well, some time and investment into your own personal growth is something that's missed everywhere, I think. it's it's And, again, it's not hard. It can be just reading a book. It really can start with reading a book and then making yeah. a commitment to make a very small change each time you 1%, learn something. 1%, That's yeah. right. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Go with 1%, guys. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Mel, uh, long-term employees, mate, is it some uh, – are you like drugging their water or something like that? <laughs> How do you do it? Mate? Mainly, that's what we do, yeah. <laughs> You know them barking collars that you find dogs <laughs> where we've got a couple of that. No. G'day to all the employees listening to the yeah. podcast. But, but what's, so look, um, do you have a secret, mate? No, it's not secret. I take an interest in their lives. Um, I, I, we all take an interest in their lives. We don't live in each other's pockets. Don't get me wrong, but but I like I like my guy. I like to be I like to be aware of what is happening in their lives. You can tell. Mm. They, can, they come in the morning. They're all sparky and happy, and you know they're fine. Yep. If you notice a mood change, there's probably something wrong. And, and it's really as simple as saying, you okay, mate? Oh, no, this happened a while ago. Oh, well, if I can be of any help, doors open. And, and they come and see you. Also, not, we, we don't really financially reward. Obviously, we pay them. But we don't we don't give them uh, – they get once a year bonuses at Christmas time. Yes. Um, but what they do get is is – we often get maybe a message from a customer either on the phone, via email, or on our Facebook page and say, oh, the guys were fantastic. We make sure they know that. Yes. Mm. It's no use It's no use me and Jill and, the, and Beck in the office knowing it. The guys have got to know. Yeah. So we, we pass that on and go, guys, look, we've got this. That's a fantastic job. And a, a bit of praise goes a long way. In fact, I think it's more appreciated than f- financial rewards mm. from what I've seen. Mm. Um, we do do special things with our staff. We um, during our downtime this time of year, we try to go away as a, as as a group with partners. So we've done a hide a house on Morton 
last year. I had a couple of houses in Stratty previously. Go over, have a long weekend. Literally let our hair down. Hmm. Just have some fun. Yeah, yeah. Together as a group. But but there's no hierarchy. Mm. There's no, oh, Mao's the boss or whatever like that. We all muck in. And um, staff meetings. Um, been a bit slack on that recently, but at least at least two meetings a month. Literally half an hour. Just reinforcing where we're trying to do and where we're trying to go. And and also we, we are very open about the business. If, if we're struggling for some reason, we'll go, we're struggling, guys. We need to rein it in a bit. Or, or we're carving, guys. Let's keep it up. The more we keep it up, the bigger the bonus. Yeah. Don't you worry with that if you share that openly? Um, mm. Do you worry about, you know, if you're doing well, that they're going to start hitting you up for pay rises or if you tell them that you're struggling, they're going to leave because it's like, oh, shit, they're going broke. Um, I'm going to go look for work. How do you manage that, Mel? Yeah. No, you, well, you're dead right. I used to worry about it. I used to worry about it. I, I could see exactly what you what you just said there, that if we're doing well, then everyone's going to ask for a pay rise. Uh, and if we're not so great, are they going to move on? Mm. But I think they just appreciate the honesty, and we have not had an issue with that. Uh, we're very careful who we employ, um, and the probation periods that we have these days, the three months, or it can be six months if you want. Um, if they're not gelling with the team, then we don't try and fight it. They, we have to move them on. So the quality of the people in my team is extremely high. Um, we invest in their education. So, and we invest in their mental health as well, as it happens. So we, we have the, uh, I think it's Beyond Blue, send me little workplace mm-hmm. uh, mental health things. We talk about that. Mm-hmm. We talk about, we've got one of my young apprentice is getting married. So we're all excited about that at the moment. The young, Young twenty-one year old going to get himself married. Wow! You should have asked me about that. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> We've all got experience with that one, Mel. <laughs> I um, I have observed your team. I've been lucky to observe your team, and you're right; they're a fantastic team. But they're very well led. You and Jill do a phenomenal job of giving some of the power back to your team members so that they feel in control about a their day-to-day lives but also their career it's not just come to work do your job and go and mm. i see that um also there's a lot of you do a lot within the community you and jill and and actually mm. the whole workplace you do a lot within the community which instills a lot of pride into your team as well and that's where i really see you stand out with that success differently than so many other employers that we talk to um, you're not frightened of telling them where you're at. And as you say, yeah, of course, most tradies are going to think, well, that means they're going to leave. Actually, no, because they are then invested in helping you get a better outcome because they know that their job is secure and they don't want to go anywhere. They love working with you. So it, it, those examples are just gold. How did you come across them? What made you start to tell them that's where it was at? Was it something you read? Was it just your honest nature? What was it? Where did that come from? Oh. That, that's a hard one, Nick. I, I actually believe it was probably a bit of both. I think I think it comes from just the person I am. Mm. But also there, there is probably somewhere way back when I would have read about the communication because because at the end of the day, communication is everything, mm-hmm. absolutely everything. Um, and that open, 
plain English communication I'm talking about, not the warm and fuzzy mm-hmm. rubbish, um, is highly important. The community work, the guys love the community work. Yeah. The, the, the sponsorships of local footy teams and all that, they, they love. Um, and generally, if we if we, we take them along to that, so they get a little bit of a benefit out of it. Um, um, all we get is, uh, well, it's not all we get. We, we just want to engage with our community. Mm. And as you know, Ipswich is mm. well, it's a growing part of the world. It is. Um, it's not not the Ipswich I first come to. No. Uh, it's much it's much more sophisticated. Um, got the internet now, mate. We got the internet now, and it's better uh, than Brisbane. Let me say, <laughs> we complain about Coxie's internet all the time. We've got those cats that have chairs and tables on the street. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What's that about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no, look, community engagement's important. Yeah. But there's other little things that. We do that the guys see. So the guys, the, the disabled people and little old ladies are my favourite. Mm. And if we go along to a job and a little confused little old lady or someone with some kind of disability can't see the remote control, it's done, we won't charge them. Mm. The guys know I won't charge them. We just let it go for the people. Mm. It's not great for business, no. obviously, because it's cost me to send the guy there. Sure. But it's our way of giving back. Yes. A little bit of way of giving back. You know, I, I, I want to treat people the same as I expect to be treated. Yes. And if that was my mother or if that was my son or daughter, how would I expect someone to treat me? Yep. I'm going to challenge you on that, though, Mal, because Ooh, you say – Oh, okay. Um, that's because it's so cold here in Toowoomba. We're frozen. <laughs> uh, you said that's not great for business, right? But I actually, I believe it is from the perspective that you're staying true to your values in business. You're running your business the way, well, essentially the the way you run your life. You know, it, it's quite apparent listening to you speak today on the show that you know you have you have some clarity about your values and how people. Um, should be treated and, you know, how you value your staff and how open you are with them. Uh, so to, to go and do those things, although there's not an immediate monetary gain, which I think sadly is where most people measure the efficacy of those things, uh, I actually think that stuff is what's good for business because that makes you an authentic leader. Your staff see you doing that and that tells them that Mal gives us stuff about customers um, and so that flows through the culture of the business. So I actually think that stuff is good for business, mate. Yeah. I, th- I think, yes, you did right, one. I, I, and I'll clarify my point. I just meant financially it's not good for business. <laughs> uh, but the other side of it is good for business. And and, and you, what we do, Nick, and one is we lead from the front. I yeah. don't ask my guys to do anything that I have not done or cannot do. Mm. There's a point I was about to make. There's not a point in time that I wouldn't see you or Jill roll up your sleeves and just get in and get the job done no matter what yeah. it was. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And also I listen to them. If I've had I've had apprentices come up with wonderful ideas and and they've actually impacted the business mm-hmm. and I don't ignore anyone's opinion. Mm. I, I, I want them to be able to approach me and say, Why don't we do this? Mm. How about we have a go at this? I want that open conversation because as a business owner, the everyday pressure, sometimes the 
objectivity that you need to continue just just gets zapped out of you mm-hmm. and you need people from other people. And that can, well, ask your staff if you've got staff. Mm. Ask your, you know, like, what do you think we could do better, guys? You know? Mm. I, I make sure they got everything they need as well. You know, getting back to the longevity of them hanging around. Yeah. Yep. Make sure they got everything they need. Uh, and generally, they're happy and well. Mm. So, you know, feel the love. Feel the love. I'm feeling the love now, Mel. I'm actually thinking. Uh, I, th- I think we need to get this episode transcribed <laughs> and uh, publish it as Mel's manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> the captain's. Or, log. or it's the it's the written version of the captain's log, mate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I have a, a a question that I'm increasingly enjoying the answers coming back from our our real tradie guys and real tradie wives um, more so than than uh, I guess some of the experts that we have on the show um, because, uh, you know, you're doing this, you know. People will be listening to this like you've got 30 years' experience. You're sort of looking uh, at, at what you've done in some sense in the rear vision mirror and there's a lot more journey behind you to actually learn from. So one of my uh, favoured questions, Mel, is if you had a 1,000 tradies in a room uh, what's one piece of advice you would like to leave with them, mate? Can you boil it down to one, Mel? I'm, gonna, I'm going to say communication. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm going to say communication with your clients, your prospective clients. If you've got staff, your staff, with your partner, um, with your suppliers. Mm. Uh, so communication and relationships, at least that's how I do it. I, I build relationships, I'm, and sometimes that's long-term. Mm-hmm. It, it can take a bit of work before you see a result. Open communication to me is 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 definitely my number one. My number two is probably forever student. Mm. Mm. Forever student. You, you, again, self-education for yourself, your staff, Stay. That's that's kind of going to be it for me. Uh, them two things together: mm. it's communication along with education. You must learn. Mm. Be aware. Great. Join groups like this. Mm. We have lots yes. of fun. Yeah, lots of fun. Plain speaking. Mm. Yeah. And you're dead right, one. Some, some the experts are the experts, but they're, they're, they're stuck in a, a little sphere. Yes. A little narrow. Financial experts or whatever you've got, insurance yeah, yeah. brokers, they've all got their place. Don't get me wrong, they do a fantastic sure, sure. job. But as a business owner, you're trying to manage all of that. Yes. That's, all of that. And that's one of the things I love seeing in uh, the Tradies in Business group, the free group on Facebook, which has you know more than a 1,000 tradies in there now. Um, yeah. And also the Trade Desk, which is sort of the mm. the next level um, of that sharing of experience. And it's like... Mm. I'm seeing this sort of tribal wisdom start to emerge from uh, from our trade desk members, where there really is a uh, a passion for jumping in and helping somebody else with a problem that they're wrestling with or a strategy that they're looking to implement. Um, and I've been really humbled by by uh, the level of support from our members. So uh, you know more more so than anything we could bring to the podcast or to those groups in terms of expert interviews and Coxies and my, I guess, sort of business knowledge and, and uh, experience there. It's just, it's been 
fantastic relationships, mate. You know, you talk about mm-hmm. relationships and communication. And, uh, yeah, so if you're listening to this and you're not in either the free group on Facebook, just search for Traders in Business, or if you have no idea what the Trade Desk is all about, go and check it out because definitely you get to hang with people like Mal, you know. Just think about, you know, we, we've just had an hour of, uh, of knowledge bombs being dropped <laughs> by Mal. So, <laughs> no, it's been great, mate. I, I, look, that's... This relation thing is is happening on, as you say, within the group. Within the group mm. You know, like, and people are asking questions, and and sometimes I should imagine they're sitting down looking at their phone when they're typed that and going, "Oh, is this stupid? I'm, I'm <laughs> going to embarrass myself." And, no, you're not. You're not going to embarrass yourself. Don't be stupid. No. Always ask. Absolutely. Always ask. There's someone out there that's experienced it, and there'll be someone out there. That hasn't asked. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they will learn from that and they go, geez, that's given me that little bit. The influence you have is by asking a question. Yes. You've probably got 10 people sitting behind that question who are going, oh, I'm so glad that guy asked. And that gives them that little bit more confidence and maybe next time they're asked a question. That's yeah, right. Yeah. You make a difference. Yeah. You are. Everyone's making a difference. Mm. It's a positive group. It's a very, very positive, positive energised group. Um, yes, you know, we, we touch on the dark side of life with the mental health and that, but that's positive too. Mm. Yeah. Positive. Yep. Can't change it if you don't, uh, if you don't sort of face you can't it. Change, so. no. no, you can't. And we need to support our partners more. Agreed. Totally Seriously, agree. Seriously, I know. <laughs> you should do a better job of that, Mel. What we need, what we need, is all the blokes, all the married guys, or, or it doesn't matter if you're married or not. We need one particular person to just send us a reminder on a Friday five hours. Oh, I'll do that. I, I'll put my <laughs> hand up for that. You know, the builder's going straight <laughs> to the top of the list. Something like that. <laughs> and then we need, we need, we need someone else to send the wife exactly. idea. Yeah. Done. <laughs> A six pack, everyone's happy. That's the six pack that you got, mate. You don't need one on your stomach. I'm going to pat my own back here and share a little story. Oh, here we go. The builder often buys flowers. He'll stop at the Rockley Flower Markets and buy me some flowers. But it's a bit hard to buy the builder some flowers. So I went to the butcher recently. He's got these beer sticks that he really loves. I bought a dozen beer sticks and wrapped them up like a bunch of flowers. So he got his own bunch of flowers. So there you are, tradie wives. If you're looking for a way to treat your tradie men, buy them a (laughs) Something from the butcher. Just come home with a big uh, ribeye or something. He was wrapped. I've never seen him so happy, honestly. (laughs) Wrap a ribeye in a a bow. (laughs) That'd be sweet. So, Coxie, I've got an idea. Yes. And I, I can't. I can't get to the end of this episode with Mal and, you know, his captain's log and all that without, I reckon, closing with a dad joke. Oh, come on. I'm, I, yep, Mal. Come on, Mal. Let's what do, do it. What do you reckon, mate? We've we put you on the spot. Can you close out the episode with a dad joke? joke? Okay, you ready? Yep. It's, it's really bad, Righto. <laughs> obviously. Righto. Okay. Why has a milking stool got three legs? Why? Why has a milking stool got three legs? Don't know. Because yeah, the cow's got the udder. Oh, oh now, I like that one. That only works for a Londoner, I think, mate. You got to have the Londoner accent. <laughs> I like that one. Oh, that's good, mate. 
Look, you're yeah. probably going to be me. I've got to find one for my captains, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah you have to it. send me one, you guys. That's your challenge for today. Send me a, send me a, a bad joke. Done. We'll find you one. <laughs> got to be terrible, though. It's got to be clean. Oh, we can do that. Yeah, we yeah. do clean yeah, ones. Yeah, I, I'm running out of clean ones. Uh, <laughs> mates, um, i got to say thank you so much for your time today, Mal. It's been fantastic talking you. to you. Uh, I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure I was more nervous talking to you than uh, than you were talking to us. Coxie said uh, you're you're perhaps a little uh, little apprehensive, mate. I saw you log on very early to the video thing, so uh, that's because I'm, me and technology don't get on. <laughs> but look at you rocking it today. And I had checked it previously, but I was so worried. I thought, oh god, I'm going to break it. Or something. No. And and I like the way you know you've got the uh, the corporate banner in the background here, <laughs> mate, on the video. Yes. yes. So of uh, marketing for the podcast Love listeners, actually, I've got to be honest, guys. That's been standing there for the last six months. So. Oh, you ruined, you <laughs> ruined the. Uh, I should have the, told you I planned it. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say, mate. I'm, I'm actually going to. I was a bit sneaky, and I've recorded most of this uh, video as well. So if you're listening to this and you want to see uh, our mate Mal and his beautiful corporate background, head over to probably our YouTube channel is the best place to find it. Tradies in business and you'll see this video uh but yeah mate uh, thank you so much for your time today been some fantastic lessons in there for people um if you didn't take notes on this episode gang uh, go back listen to it again and uh take some notes and then send them to us so we can put them in the show notes yes please that'd be great make my life a little easier <laughs> thanks thank you very Mal. much guys thank, thank, you. No thank you thank you it's been a pleasure thank awesome. you very much cheers buddy You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.